0: How you guys doing? This is the long-awaited GHN01 Blogger Podcast, Episode 4. And I'm your host, Ghana's number one blogger. And let's not waste any time. Game 1, Raptors 76ers, live at the ACC. Raptors got an easy win, 108-95. Over the Lonely Sixers. They shut down all the big boys in this game. Jimmy Butler, also known as Jimmy Buckets, only scored 10 points. Tobias Harris had 14. Joel Embiid had 16. Simmons had 14. And J.J. Redick, if you remember him, that is Duke's J.J. Redick, had 17 from the field. But that didn't even matter because the Raptors went in with they're ever so claw kawaii coming in with 45 and pascal siakam with 29 actually those two players on the raptors combined for 74 of the raptors points with gasol with eight we're gonna get back to gasol kyle lowry with nine danny green with seven Ibako with seven And yes, again, the Raptors' bench mob has failed to show up in this playoffs again. We haven't seen the Raptors' bench mob. But then when you look at it on the other side, people look at it as, yes, we have enough firepower in the front. But what do we look at when I say, what do we look at? I'm more referring to as, what about those games where we're down? What if Pascal is not putting up those 30, 32, and Kawhi is not doing his 35? Because, you know, everybody's saying Kawhi this, Kalari that, but Kawhi is actually putting up things that you don't see in statistics that's still helping the Raptors, you know, do what they necessarily need to do to win. And when I said, let's come back to Mark Gasol. What I'm referring to is a lot of people don't see he's actually held Joel Embiid. And it's not just within um, the Raptors organization. He's even held Joel Embiid while he was with the Grizzlies. Funny enough, I believe coming into game two, could you believe that Marcus Gasol has only held, has held Joel Embiid to, I believe it's like 40 points? That should tell you something. Although, yeah, Mark's not scoring and all this stuff. Mark is out there making the necessary passes, getting into the necessary places, making the blocks, whatever you need. But back to the bench mob. The bench mob needs to start producing. Because if they don't produce, it's going to be very scary. I mean, if you look at game one, Yeah, surprising. The Milwaukee Bucks actually got punched in the mouth by Boston Celtics. But, you know, that's definitely going to be a tough series. Say what you will. But, yeah, back to the Toronto Raptors. It was a good win. It was a win that we expected from the Raptors. A lot of analysts were shocked. Kawhi does Kawhi. Danny Green, ho oh, speaking of Danny Green. Danny Green, nothing against him, but he hasn't showed off he hasn't showed up during these playoffs as yet. We're talking about Danny Green, Danny 3, Danny Green Ranger, Mr. So Sure of Himself, Mr. Field General. I feel like honestly in this series, we're gonna definitely need Danny Green to kinda you know pull up his socks. Other other bench mob guys like Fred VanVleet, we need something from him. Jody Meeks, maybe we may need a quick 10th. Jeremy Lin, we need you. OG Nuboy is still out. Eric Moreland, you know, he just really came in. Eric Moreland's just more so there for like the garbage minutes. I mean, it was a great win, but Raptors going forward, we really need to tighten. We played very well on defense. As I said again, and I'm going to say it again, Raptors just need to do what they do. If you give the Sixers any leeway, understand this. They're going to make sure that they're going to bury you with it. Now, when you look at game two, most definitely, you know the Sixers are going to readjust and they're going to come hard. Now, my question is will Raptors make those specific adjustments that will continue to help them through this series? Or do they have another background or their mind that we won game one? So that is it. I hope not, but. Everybody knows when it comes to the Raptors, they're they're creatures of habit. It takes them a long time to readjust. But what I have to say is I have seen a difference this year. I've seen the Raptors having the ability to readjust from the first half to the second half. I got to give them kudos to that. I got to give them kudos for that. Most definitely. But my thing is... Are they going to readjust just enough? To me, when it comes to any sport, you shouldn't have to readjust within games. Yes, it is a good thing, but you should have the ability to to readjust before games, before series. And also, you should also look out for probabilities that may happen. Maybe, okay, they're going to probably double-team Kawhi. Maybe they're going to leave Marcus Hall out on the arc. Maybe they're going to frustrate Pascal Siakam. you got to understand, all those things are going to be put into factors. I would not be shocked if 76ers are looking at game tape and looking at things like that. But you know what? Nevertheless, this is our team. These are the Toronto Raptors they are definitely doing better than before. I got to also give kudos to the coaching staff, all the way down to Nick Nurse and everybody that's behind him. Giving Pascal Siakam the leeway to perform, putting him in the starting lineup and letting him shine. 16 point, I believe, what is it? 16.6, 16.7. He gave us during the regular season, and now I believe he's giving us like, I believe, what is it, 30 a game? That's impressive compared to his first two years in the league when he was playing in the playoffs. Going forward also, kudos to the Raptors management and handling the injury concerns with Kawhi Leonard, because it definitely develops a sense of trust between player and staff. I believe what was the terms that they gave Kawhi or the NBA, I believe it's load management where he doesn't play back-to-backs and certain things like that. I believe Kawhi didn't end up playing 20 games this season, but it was still vital. Rest is very vital. If he doesn't need to play, why should you play? But I mean, honestly, overall, The Raptors, the only way I say they drop a game in this series or even lose this series is it's on them. If the shooting is off, maybe the bench mob doesn't come through. Um, Defense is not being played. All I'm saying is it all comes down to the Raptors. The Raptors will go as far as they want. I know everybody's asking, is Kawhi going to stay? Let's stay tuned. Eastern Conference semifinals. Let's see what the Raptors can do. Oh, yeah. And on the last podcast, I said that um, the 76ers had a guy named Mikro Kortich. Guys, scrap that. That was like a football reference. I apologize. What I meant to say was um, Tobias Harris is their guy that should have been that all-star. So yeah, when I was talking about superstars on the, uh, the Sixers, you got Jimmy Buckets, you got Ben Simmons, you got Tobias Harris, and you also, wow, it just lost me again. There's one more guy in the lineup and I'm forgetting him. Oh, I just remembered. Joel Embiid. And that is officially the end of GHN01 Blogger Report episode Podcast 4. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate everything. Oh, yeah, guys, don't forget to leave a voice message. Any concerns? Just go crazy. You guys can add this podcast on Google Play. You can even go on um, Apple Podcasts. Just type in GHN01 Blogger Report, and it will definitely be read on your phone. Thank you guys and tune into the next episode. Go Raptors!